Welcome to the 10 Minute Money Podcast. My name is John Dyer, and as always, I'm joined here by Paul Erickson. Paul and I are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Royal Oak, Michigan, an independent RIA. How you doing, Paul? I'm doing great. Good morning, John. How you doing? Good. So today we're going to talk about 2024. So we've had a lot of clients asking us what our market outlook is. So I thought yeah. today would be a good day to talk about it. No, I love this kind of podcast here. It's one of my favorite topics, talking about what we really think will happen in 24. I, I love that it's a brand new year. Happy New Year, everybody. I think the way we ended 23 in November and December was phenomenal. That Santa Claus rally uh, really took off. That makes me even more bullish for 24. If I had to give a number, I think 2024, we, we have a 9 to 12% return for 2024. I'm bullish for 24. It, you know, I really think there's some good things happening in the economy. Yes, I agree. Kind of looking back at 2023, most of the gains in the S&P 500 was from seven stocks. I know, the Magnificent Seven. Yes. Yeah. And the other 493 stocks in the S&P 500 were basically flat. Right. If you take those seven stocks out, we should see more of a broad rally in 2024. Yeah, which I think we're seeing right now. There's a lot of broadening out that you mentioned in those 493 stocks that are not part of the Magnificent Seven. And they're starting to gain some momentum in this new year, which is what you would expect after something like a small group of stocks just going gangbusters in 23. You would expect the other ones to start to catch up. Right. Because now if you look at a lot of the analyst valuations of their of those other stocks, yeah, they're undervalued. They're way undervalued. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And there's probably some overvalued stocks of those seven. Right. They need to cool off a little bit. Right. The Magnificent Seven needs to slow down and it needs to digest some of the growth they've had. And this, the other stocks in the SP 500 needs to start climbing and people are realizing, hey, these stocks have sort of been left behind and they're undervalued. We need to start buying those. So there is really a good bid going on. People are buying the other stocks in the S&P 500. So what is causing this rally? Yeah, I think for sure it's partly because of inflation dropping and also it looks like Jerome Powell is get he's got this soft landing happening and they're the economists are anticipating some Fed cuts. Right. For 24. So when when the last so in 2023, we saw, and in 2022, 2022, and 2023, we saw the Fed raise rates probably at the fastest rate in history. Yeah, the most. The, the most increase. Increases. In the shortest amount of time. In the shortest amount of time, right. Which has caused stocks to go down, because that's when you hear, don't fight the Fed. Yeah. It's when the Fed starts raising interest rates, the market always goes down, and that's what we saw. Hopefully we have inflation under control. It sounds like we we do. It sounds like it's 
it's almost there, maybe not all the way. So if you look back a year ago, about uh, this time, inflation was at maybe 6 7%. Now it's around 4 maybe a shade under 4%. Right. It's going to be hard to get it to 2 It will be. And historically, it's about 2.5%. But the past 10 years before the pandemic, it was actually at 1.99. It was historically low because we can make things very cheap. Right. The technology yeah. has come a long way in making just goods. Now, when you say it may not come down that low again, I think there's a reason for that. And that's a lot of the manufacturing that was done in China has now come back here to the right, U.S. Right, which is good for jobs in the U.S. And <clears throat> our supply chain needs to have more production here in the U.S. We can't rely on China. Uh, that being said, I do think China has some bumps this year in 24. I think China has a financial, I don't want to say crisis, but I think they have some bumps in the road coming because so many plants are leaving China right now and going elsewhere. So, you know, another prediction of mine is, you know, China's going to have a financial issue, and I think China goes after Taiwan in 24. Unfortunately, I just, I feel like there's so much turmoil in Europe. There's so much turmoil in the Middle East. China is probably thinking, hey, this is a great time for us to make a move on Taiwan. But I still believe the U.S. is the strongest economy out there. They have managed through COVID really well. They're managing through the increase in rates. Jobs are still fantastic. It's still a great place. And so that's why I feel so confident about this year in the market. I'm really bullish that we're going to continue. We, we'll have a pullback, no question, a 5 to 10% pullback, but we will end the year positive. Right, and we may be going through the beginning of that pullback now. The, the market has cooled since the beginning of the year. And the other thing, too, is bonds. I think yeah. the bond market. Finally. The bond market has been beaten up the last two years. Right. So now I think we could see that bounce back, too, especially if we start cutting rates a little bit. When do you think we're going to see the rates cut? So I've read a number of economists that think we'll, we could have three to five cuts this year. I don't personally think we have three to five cuts. I think, if anything, we have one rate cut. Jerome Powell is done in 2025. And I don't think he wants his legacy to be we cut too many rates too fast and inflation came back. The market's doing a lot of the work for him. The 10-year has dropped tremendously. It was over 5% a month ago, and now it's 4 So I think Jerome Powell might cut interest rates one time this year. Do you know Jerome Powell personally? I don't, but he's done a great job. Because you've been spot on the last two <laughs> years. I think he's an honest Fed chair, and he, and he telegraphs what he wants to do pretty well. Yeah, he has a lot of experience going back to Alan Greenspan, working with him. And I think he's seen a lot of the missteps with the Fed during the past 15 years, probably. Right. And he's done an amazing job, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
The other prediction I have is oil will go up. Oil's in the $70 range barrel right now. I think oil goes to $120, $130 a barrel this year, partly because of the issues in the Middle East, the issues I, that I believe will happen in Asia, you know, but we, we will deal with it. Yeah, so that plays into if we do see that happening, oil is a big part of the inflation number. Right. You could see inflation go True. up a little bit, a tick, and in the economy dip a little bit, and that's where you'll see the rate cut, I think. So you, yeah. we could go, like, to kind of go back to what you were saying As earlier. oil is going higher you could toward the end of the year, he could cut rates yeah, he to could, help with that. He could cut rates. That. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. My Okay, so the last thing I want to say about 2024 if I had to put a theme on 24, I would say it's going to be the year of AI. I don't think we're done. Look at NVIDIA, look at Microsoft, even Amazon in terms of their artificial intelligence. Uh, this is, we're in the beginning stage of, a, of an AI revolution here. And I think 24, we will see more gains in the market because of AI. The gains we saw last year, I think, were mainly to do with AI because those seven companies that we talked about being the Magnificent Seven, yeah. that was mainly AI-driven, NVIDIA being the big one there. Right. Yeah, NVIDIA in the third quarter last year had the biggest miss of any company on an earnings estimate. They missed to the upside. It was a $4 billion miss. Yeah, they had a they had a day. That stock had one day last year where it was up thirty percent in one day. Yeah, the stock was. Yeah, which never happens. No, I've never. There's seen so that. much demand for those chips and those GPUs for specifically AI reasons that it's still the number one company out there in terms of making chips for AI. There are other. There's competition coming, uh, but I think. It is a revolutionary moment right now that's happening with AI. Yeah, Jensen Wong, the CEO of NVIDIA, is a genius. And he correctly predicted this happening. And and he was the one that got NVIDIA in line to be able to take advantage of this AI technology boom that we kind of saw. And that's why there's kind of years ahead of some of the other companies right now and they why are. their earnings are so good. Yeah, they're definitely ahead. The uh, the other thing I do want to get out there to some of the clients, you know, I appreciate all the questions that they send in for us for these podcasts. I think January, February, March, great time to rebalance portfolios. So if there's people out there that have questions on rebalancing, uh, feel free to give us a call, ask us, you know, Every case is specific, you know, to the client, but it's a it's a new year, and I think it's good to take a look at the portfolio and rebalance it. I agree, and we do a lot of that too uh, behind the scenes as yeah. well. We had a lot of money sitting in money markets, and now we're starting to move that money out into bonds and buying stocks. And we did position a lot of people well in that third quarter last year for that nice rally. Yeah. This is like the first time in probably 10 years I felt good about buying bonds. Every time I had to buy bonds over the last 10 years, I hated pressing the button 
because I felt like my clients, they're not going to make money on these bonds. And a lot of them didn't. But as a financial planner, you have to have bonds in that portfolio to protect them in case something horrible happens. Right. Now, I feel like we're getting back to a normal environment. Yes, there's lots of things that can go wrong. We could have another huge recession. I don't forecast that happening. But the bonds that we're buying right now are making clients money. And it's a good feeling. Right. For the first time in a long time. Yeah, I think the bottom was probably 2022. I think it was like the worst year (sighs) in 50 years for... I think they said a 60-40 portfolio, 60% equity, 40% bond portfolio. So I do agree with you. I think now we're well enough past that to where we can see good gains in stocks and bonds for your portfolios. Right. I also, before we end this podcast, wanted to ask you to go on record for your prediction of the Lions home playoff game the first one at ford field coming up on sunday oh you mean the one that you and i are gonna be at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't wait yes i of course i think we're gonna see a win the second playoff win in my lifetime that's my prediction i'm praying it happens i know la's tough matthew stafford and the detroit yeah. rams are coming back yeah it's gonna be great to see him play again there i did root for him when they were in the super bowl but i will not be rooting for him on sunday no but i will be rooting for green bay this sunday and some of our clients that are green bay fans i'm really hoping jordan love beat dallas yes we do too especially after that bad call we had in Dallas, but I'm, not we're not going to get into that. No, we're not going to get into that. It's not but a, I, yeah, I do want to um, shout out to you know one of our Detroit uh, Fire Department uh, recent retirees, to JJ and Angela. Thanks for listening and all your great questions. Yeah, we appreciate you guys listening so much. Thanks, everyone. And as always, this podcast was for educational purposes only. And if you'd like more information, If you're not already a client, you can go to www.royaloakfinancialadvisors.com. Check out all our previous podcasts. Make sure you like this one or send us a comment. We love to see those or email us. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, John. Thank you for joining John Dyer and Paul Erickson on this 10-Minute Money Podcast. John and Paul are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Michigan, a fee-only RIA who specialize in helping their clients better understand their investments. If you watch the pennies, the dollars will come.